Well, good day and welcome to the next episode or the second episode of uh, Tenterfield Firearms Presents Rod and Rifle Radio. So last time we spoke mainly about uh, all things gun related and so forth. Uh, and we're going to talk a bit about gun stuff, uh, obviously, this episode. But I thought we'd start off with a uh, quick update on the fishing side of things. Uh, we're coming into uh, the end of August, beginning of September. Obviously, that means uh, cod season is closing down for a little while, and then your bass season is opening, which is very, very exciting. So bass season uh, here in New South Wales, uh, bass and estuary perch fishing is closed down during that winter break while the, the fish spawn and so forth. And as they come up in summer into the uh, spring and summer into those warmer uh, reaches of the fresh water happy times get into them uh, so cod season closed bass fishing is on the menu so get into it uh, obviously there is one exception with the cod season and that is copeton dam copeton dam has uh, cod season all year round because uh, they don't breed in there right Next thing I wanted to have a quick chat about, um, I was at a SSAA event uh, recently down in Sydney and uh, was sitting there having breakfast with uh, a guy from another branch and uh, he said to me, oh, you know, I think, uh, I'm not going to, you know, sort of name and shame which branch or which guy or anything like that. And he said, uh, yeah, oh, I think the uh, gun laws in this country are really, really good. I said, oh, yeah, how do you figure that? And he said, uh, oh, well, you know, come on, no one needs a semi-auto. And I sort of said, well, I'm going to have to stop you there, sport. Uh, and this this is my gripe uh, with this guy. Whenever we use the N-word, uh, we use the, the, and I call it the N-word for firearms owners, need. We should never get into need because why should we have to justify that, uh, you know, in a free democratic society? You know, like where does that stop? Do we then have to justify need for automobiles or for the size of our house? You know, it is a very, very slippery slope and uh, need really shouldn't come into it. Uh, absolutely, there are times when a semi-automatic uh, would be very very handy uh, out and about hunting or even just because we want uh, for target shooting and things like that unfortunately um, since 1996 uh, and the uh, gun buyback and things like that it's very unlikely that uh, we'll ever have civilian uh, widespread use of semi-automatic firearms uh, again in this country uh, but the minute we sort of uh, not only accept that and uh, agree with that self-flagellation and, and uh, sort of say, oh, yeah, we don't need that. We can't be trusted with semi-autos. We're, we're terrible people. Um, that just opens that door wide up. When we use the N-word, uh, the anti-gun lobby will absolutely encourage that and they will use the n-word too and say oh well they admit they don't need semi-autos do they need sniper rifles do they need shotguns do they need pistols do they need and so the uh, progression of uh, 
gun confiscation and and gun restrictions and needless uh, you know do they need all that ammunition do they need that many firearms you know it's a it's a very dangerous slope and i i really begrudge any firearms owner using that n-word don't do it we don't need to justify uh, anything to uh, the anti-gunners and, and so forth. Uh, you know, our actions uh, as law-abiding firearms owners should be enough and uh, are enough. So don't, don't ever fall into that uh, little trap of uh, using the N-word um, to try and justify firearms ownership. We don't need to justify firearms ownership uh, in this country, or we shouldn't. Uh, the fact that we do have to have genuine reason and things like that, you know, it, it is what it is, and we, we have to uh, abide with the laws that we, um, we, we live under. That's fine, and I'm, you know, the first one to, uh, to do that. You know, my um, daughter is hanging out for October when she turns... 12 and can shoot legally here in australia uh, she hasn't touched any firearms here in australia uh, she shot over in in the states and so forth and uh, had a great time but uh, here the legal age is 12 that's what it is here you know guns have to be registered that's what it is here you have to be a member of a club to own a pistol that's what it is you know i don't have to enjoy it though i don't have to agree with it I just have to abide by it. So um, if we're, we're going to talk about need, then uh, we need to abide by the firearms laws. We don't have to like it. Moving along, uh, so getting away from semi-autos to something quite, quite different, uh, single-shot firearms. I've been doing a fair bit of hunting of late with single-shot firearms. And... Um, yeah, obviously, when firearms first came onto the scene way back when, uh, single shot was it. You know, your, your black powder firearms and things like that are obviously single shot. Uh, for for the most part, you'll have double barrels and things like that. But realistically, single shot w was it. And uh, in terms of hunting, uh, single shot is an interesting way to go. Like a l And you can find so many interesting, cheap single shot rifles at your local gun shop uh, there's always going to be something sitting on the shelf you know a little bakel or a little single shot 22 or or something like that for for under that hundred dollar mark um you know i'm not talking about single barrel shotguns although there is a component of uh, hunting with those and, and things like that but i'm specifically talking about single shot rifles um you know be they open sights or be they with a scope and you know I sort of say, oh, you can do it really cheaply, but you can absolutely do it expensively as well. There are some very expensive uh, single-shot rifles out of Europe and things like that. So, But is it a fad? Is it a fap? Is it fantastic? Uh, I'd you know, like some uh, listener feedback. I quite rate it. I wouldn't want to do only single-shot shooting for the rest of my hunting career. It's... Uh, Certainly not much chop when you're uh, shooting for numbers. Like I wouldn't want to shoot single barrel shotgun over a rabbit warren. I was putting a ferret down, or I wouldn't want to take a single shot rifle out after a mob of pigs out west, or you know a bunch of goats out west, or you know anything where there's there's lots of numbers, uh, anything where you're going to require a fast follow-up shot, you can be 
reasonably quick with a uh, follow-up shot with a, a single shot rifle once you've practiced and you know what you're doing. If you're careful, if you've practiced with that rifle and you know where it's shooting uh, and you've got the time to take the shot carefully, aim exactly where you want to hit that uh, animal and hit it right in the, uh, you know, the engine room, as it were, you know, single shot rifles are fantastic. Uh, are they ethical? You know, look, is, uh, you know, how long's a piece of string sort of thing? When it comes to archery, your single shot rifle is probably going to be quicker with a follow up shot than a, uh, a bow hunter. Bow hunting is definitely, as far as I'm concerned, a very ethical way of, of hunting. Like you're creeping right in on top of those animals, you're shooting a razor tipped. Uh, arrow into their vitals they bleed out real quick a lot of the time uh, they don't even know what's hit them yeah they think it was a horse fly or something like that they don't even know they're dead half the time with uh, bow hunting um, you know and I'm not talking about you know target arrows in ducks and things like that that um, you know some yahoos do like I'm talking proper bow hunting absolutely ethical Proper single shot rifle hunting, 100%. And I think a lot of uh, younger um, members sort of could do with uh, a bit of uh, that discipline that only having the one shot sort of brings. But, uh, and I know a lot of older shooters grew up with that where, you know, parents would send them out with, you know, a single shot 22 and a handful of shells and sort of bring back dinner type thing you know children of the depression type of events but um, these days is there a call for it again need doesn't come into it. we don't need to hunt with single shot rifles but if we want to hunt with single shot rifles it's a fun way of doing things and it's um, an interesting little handicap to, to place on yourself and uh, you know they're a lot lighter to carry in the field I'll say that for them uh, you know, so there, there's benefits to it as well. So uh, something to think about and uh, don't discount that uh, dusty old uh, bakel or, you know, whatever you see on the, the gun shop shelf. You know, it might be your new go-to rifle for deer stalking. You don't know yet. <laughs> Give it a try. Uh, if it uh, doesn't work out, bring it up to here to Tenerfield Firearms, trade it in, I'll probably buy it. So... Uh, we've talked the N-word, we've talked single-shot rifles, we've talked bass and cod openings and closures here in New South Wales. Uh, oh, one thing I wanted to talk about with uh, the bass and cod sort of side of things is uh, eastern cod. Around here, Tenerfield, sort of on the eastern flowing uh, streams, they've been stocking eastern cod for the better part of 25 years. You know, it's been since I was a kid they've been stocking those um, those cod. It's to the point now where fisheries, much like uh, with silver perch down south, uh, they really need to get their act together and say, all right, the species has recovered enough, we can put in you know, a season and a bag limit and so forth. And, um, you know, because otherwise, what, what's the goal with uh, fish recovery? If we're not going to uh, utilise that resource... What is the point in keeping stocking those eastern cod? Because uh, 
you know, they've certainly recovered to the point where they're, you know, anecdotally, I'm getting told they're eating out bass, they're eating catfish, they're eating everything that uh, swims. You know, there, there's so many eastern cod and uh, they're doing so well and there's actually quite a lot of natural recruitment as well. Uh, so obviously we, we did have the fires a few years ago uh, in 2019. That hasn't helped, uh, but you know, we, we need to uh, really talk to uh, the new fisheries minister uh, and, and sort of find out what the story is with Eastern Cod. And um, yeah, let's uh, ask the question about uh, silver perch as well. Yeah, what what is the end goal? Are we going to get a uh, season for those? Are we going to be able to to take one home to eat? Uh, what's the story? Because um, you know, a fish that's just sitting there looking pretty, uh, you know, really doesn't hold much value with the community as something that we can uh, utilize and and um, you know, it gives uh, ownership back. So that's my thought about Eastern Cod. Other people, you know, will probably get very up in arms and irate about, oh, you couldn't eat that. That's a sacred cow or fish. But um, I'd quite happily eat an Eastern Cod. I've, I've eaten bass. I've eaten estuary perch. I've, you know, you you name it. I've, eat, I've eaten blue groper. I've eaten plenty of blue groper. I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit. Like blue groper have well and truly recovered. Uh, the spear fish has nearly wiped them out in the 60s. But they've, you know, they put the closures on, the species recovered. To be honest, you could probably, uh, you know, the, argue that the bag limit on them currently uh, is, is probably a bit uh, too restrictive considering the numbers out there if you've ever been snorkeling along the coast. So, you know, are Eastern Cod the next blue groper? Are we going to get a season back? Hopefully. All right, well, that's probably enough. Um, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, uh, you know, I really encourage you to. Tenerfield Firearms on YouTube. Uh, we've got a couple of videos up there, nothing too interesting. Much like this, it's just me rambling on. Um, but, you know, I really appreciate you guys for, for listening. Uh, jump online to the Tenerfield Firearms uh, website as well uh, and the Facebook page, all that sort of good stuff. Uh, leave a review if you'd uh, be so kind. We've got some interesting merch and so forth that um, Shambler and Christine have uh, got together, which is, um, yeah, pretty cool stuff. So uh, have a look at that as well. And we will be back fairly soon. Cheers.